Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today we are doing something a little different leaving our hiking boots behind for a set of brushes and paint. And Jamie, I know you've been out obviously a lot in nature, but have you ever, you know, broken out the old easel and uh, painted outside? <laughs> I've been tempted to, Jim. Yeah. Um I certainly have. My my grandmother was a watercolor painter and really? I grew up yeah, um around that and seeing her paintings and all this stuff. So I mean like I have a a set of watercolors and I have some watercolor paper and for whatever reason, I have not taken the leap to actually going outside mm-hmm. and doing that. But I absolutely love the idea of that. Yeah. I mean, to be able to kind of translate this singular experience, right, of being out there and feeling the way you feel in that moment and being able to put that to paper, um, you mm-hmm. know, whether that's by writing a little poem, uh, a little pen and paper sketch or, you know, a, a full-blown piece of watercolor painting art. That's a pretty special thing to be able to capture. Yeah. You know, I talk about this a lot, of course. Like a lot of times our experience outdoors is so fast and it's all about yep. climbing a mountain or it's about getting exercise, which is great. One of the things I love is connecting with nature in a slower way. And like you yep. said, Jim, sometimes it is, you know, journaling. I like to write little haikus if they come to me um, or painting a picture. Um, so you and I don't have a lot of experience that, that, uh, obviously, as we've said, but fortunately today we have mm-hmm. somebody on the show with a lot of experience under their belt. So here to talk to us all about landscape painting in the Pacific Northwest is Portland based artist, Yang Hong Song. Yang, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. So, Young, I have been following you on Instagram for the better part of the last year, and I just absolutely love your work. Um, and I was looking at your website, and I, I've, I'm also just totally fascinated by your background. So, um, what I understand is that you were born in China, right, in, a, in sort of a smaller village before moving to the States? Yes. Um, actually, I was born and raised uh, in China. I left when I was 12. And then from, uh, from there, I, I went straight to New York City. And uh, I actually uh, came from a, uh, a village where uh, there's only one television set in the whole entire village. So going from there, actually, I was surrounded by nature, a lot mm-hmm. of 
mountains, trees, and water. So I, and then from there to to New York City, it was quite of a, a culture shock for me. So, um, so, I'm, but my, my love of nature has pretty much stemmed from all that. Yeah, and so you had a couple stints at Disney. It sounds like working on um, you mentioned uh, Mulan and working on the Princess and the Frog, uh, but it sounds like you were kind of pulled here to the Pacific Northwest. I mean, what what brought you here to Oregon? After I finished college, uh, I started working for um, for Disney right away. I started in Florida, and then I moved out to. Southern California uh, to work for Disney to work uh, on their animated films, and uh, so during my 14 years with Disney, um, I pretty much uh, just every every opportunity I have in Southern California, I, I, I love hiking, and so it was not until I got married and I have kids, and I. I uh, came to visit a friend uh, here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, and I just fell in love with uh, just the nature here in Oregon. So I convinced my wife to to move up here, and uh, before you know it, 10 years went by, and my kids are all grown, and I'm out painting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so tell us about the, the painting a little bit, uh, you know, uh, Paint us a picture, if you will. What do your uh, what do your pieces look like, and what's your approach uh, to painting landscapes? So, uh, what I do actually a lot has to do with the type of work that I did when I was at Disney. Mm-hmm. When I was at Disney, I, I designed backgrounds for animated films. Uh, my first film was Pocahontas, and last film was uh, Princess and the Frog. So I. I designed the background for the films, and so a lot of image, a lot of for example, if a, if a, uh, a movie takes place in uh, a specific location, my job was to design that and work out the shots for the films. So I had uh, an opportunity to design a lot of the background. So when I do, when I go out to do planet painting, it is similar in a way that I looked at what's in front of me and try to capture the essence of that. Uh, using uh, brush and paint, and so the traditional way. A lot of times when we go hiking, uh, I myself, it's a, uh, I love outdoors and do a lot of camping. And uh, there's so much to see, and uh, a lot of times we just focus on just hiking and and not having a lot of time to slow down and do and really enjoy uh, being in that moment. So, so. Uh, so the planet painting really just slows down you down just to uh, stay in one location and take an hour or two just to paint that location. You can really sense the mood, the feelings of that location, and uh, so and, and so to tie in all that with my work is because I was designing uh, a lot of the backgrounds for films and. I was able to u- utilize all those experience and translate that into doing paintings. Yeah, you've mentioned the term um, plein air painting before. Um, for our those of our listeners who are not familiar with this, um, and I'm only kind of um, a little bit familiar with this, but my understanding is th- this is you are outdoors. It basically just means you're painting outdoors. Is that right? Or is there, is there something more complicated to that? That's correct. Plein air, it's a term uh came from the, the French. So they... A uh, bunch of artists just—it just means uh, uh, open mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of outdoor uh, people would know that it's. You can look at a photograph, 
of uh, the location, it is not the same when you are actually stepping into the into nature and really enjoy that hike. You can feel the water, you can feel the breeze, the sun. I mean, all those things you cannot appreciate just by looking at a photograph or watching a, a video clip. So the idea to go and have these, uh, uh, just spend an hour, two hours on a painting uh, on location really uh, uh, set the mood, and really, you can you, you notice the color. Uh, the 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 light is constantly changing. So, mm-hmm. so the idea of this planet painting is to really study and be in that moment and and observe nature. So again, it has a lot to do with being in that moment. And and some people say, well, you can um, uh, take a photo, and and let's say if you're doing a, a if you're hiking in the snow, and like why do you why do you have to like be in the cold, and and why don't you just take a photo and 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 go back to your studio at the comfort of your studio and and paint mm. from there. For those that paint, and you know that a camera can only capture so much color, mm-hmm. it can only capture so much. The dynamic range is not uh, close to what your eyes can human eyes can see. So and also you will miss all that being there. That if whether if you're in a Grand Canyon or if you're in in hiking through, uh, uh, you know, one of those uh, Zion National Park. I mean, those mm-hmm. amazing places that you can only experience when you're there. And I feel like uh, Planet Painting give me uh, really uh, uh, enrich that experience and for me to to be able to paint on location. Any of us who spend any time outside, right? Uh, cooking a meal is a different experience uh, outdoors. Uh, sleeping under the stars is different than, uh, you know, going on a hike and then uh, hightailing it back uh, back to your home. Um, you know, what, uh, you know, if you had to put, put your finger on it, you know, what are some of the unique uh, maybe challenges and uh, good things about, uh, you know, being able to hone your craft in the outdoors? I think... Painting from uh, real life from nature, it's actually uh, um, very challenging because the you notice that light is constantly changing. There's bugs, there's like heat, there's cold. I mean, there's wind, there's like all kinds of uh, distractions. The good thing about it is that you can really be in that moment and and you can experience that uh, the first hand uh, experience that you just cannot get and and uh, learning how to paint uh, uh, that takes time and and this uh, again goes back to working for Disney all the years working there uh, um, I, I become really good at just oh find the, the simplify what's in front of you and just try to capture the feeling the the mood that you what's in front of you and rather than trying to capture every uh, uh, bark or every branches and, mm-hmm. and just focus on the big thing and not just the little things and then uh, somehow able to to communicate with the least amount of detail and yet to be able to communicate the mood that what's the feeling of what's in front of you does that make sense yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, and you know, Young, one of the things I love about your paintings is that they're they're not always like these epic landscapes or like that mm-hmm. classic flower garden, but they're sometimes just like a tuft of grass or a creek running underneath of a bridge. So I I mean, I'm so curious, how do you decide where and what to paint? 
That's a very good question. So th this depends on the uh, uh, what interests you. And I, I've talked to many artists uh, uh, from uh, uh, Disney or, or professional artists that, that here in Portland. I know each artist respond to different things uh, differently. Like I can only speak for myself. I I feel like it does not necessarily have to be this grand landscape or this grand, like amazing uh, sunset. And sometimes the little things that we often forget, it's like you, you walk past uh, a rose garden and then you use that, that smell of the rose and then you turn around and you see how this beautiful light that hits the, the, the rose and the petal is semi-transparent. It's like, and the light's going through it. And those are the things that we often, we, we, we know it's there, but we don't really notice that. Like we just kind of, uh, uh, just, uh, we don't take the time. Oh, we don't, we're, we're so busy. There's so much things. That, mm -hmm. I think the whole idea is to kind of slow down. And, and I, I'll show you with the one experience back a few years ago, I was painting outside the Portland Art Museum. There is a, a water fountain uh, in that park. Uh, block uh, area, and uh, I was painting that that sculpture uh, with the light, and and there's a woman that came and said, "Oh my God, I passed by this statue every single day for the past 20 years. I did not know just the way you until I see the way you paint this." And so I think we all like there's uh, we all have something that we kind of maybe occupy our mind at the at the moment and. In time, and you know, it's it, it has nothing to related to to art, but these are the things that I find in life that that I want to be able to share with people. That hey, you know, it could be just a a pebble on the ground, but because of the light hits a certain way, it makes you look at things in a more deeper level. Th does that make sense? Yeah, I I love that. That's this. There's so much to see out there too on on this side of the trail. I get just a taste of this doing nature photography and yeah i mean they're looking down at the way that the sun hits a fern or you know the way a snail is crawling across the trail um <laughs> there's so many little things that we don't look at and yang when i when you're talking i, I just hear this reverence for um nature mm -hmm. i mean for the world wholly but also especially for nature i just i can hear that in your voice i'm i'm wondering so when you're out there when you're painting what is your connection to nature like how, how are you experiencing that connection so, uh, like, again, I, I just feel like just enjoying that. Like uh, uh, this past weekend, uh, last week we were, I was participating in this um, planet event that happened um, yearly, and and uh, we had to stop because last year we stopped and and we just restarted. And um, so, so the 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 event actually uh, invited about thirty five artists from different parts of the country to come to Portland to, and then the uh, specifically uh, to, to paint the 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 um, Columbia Gorge. And mm. um, so, I I it was so long after I got stuck at home for so long this past year. I'm sure we we all can relate to that. And I just took off my shoes and just set up my canvas along the creek and, and just enjoy standing in the water and really try to soak into that, 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 that just enjoy that nature that, oh my God, just the, the, the light hits the, 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 the water and, and just, 
just being in that moment, I, I think it's uh, sometimes we and and of course uh, some people don't want to get the feet wet. I mean, I just I did not mind. And when we were out painting along the uh, Columbia River, uh, off the um, government cove, uh, there's a, a little island that. Um, and we paint that every almost every year, and a bunch of us we were just it was so hot we just we just just jump into the river and then cool down and come <laughs> back and continue painting i mean I think um when you really put yourself into uh, into that 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 environment you're you're painting everything you you you're so alive i feel like your your body your sense your 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 smell everything is just tuned into that so so I think uh, uh, a painting is it's just uh, an extension of our how we feel and and what we're going through and and oftentimes I think uh, uh, especially now in the world where we're so there's so much distraction and we forget to just appreciate those and and I hope Planet Painting or, or people who's out there painting. Uh, or at least uh, even when you're not painting, just enjoy, take the time and slow down and really enjoy that cool breeze and, and, and how light hits something and bounces off. And those are the things that really I try to, to encourage everybody. Hey, you know, you should, uh, when you learn how to paint or when, you, when you're in that moment, for spend an hour in that moment, really you get to um, know a lot about being in that, environment that moment i think it's it makes that experience a lot more um memorable that's a, a beautiful sentiment uh young and i love the visual of you know a bunch of folks painting setting up their easels and then oh my gosh it's too hot we're jumping in the river uh <laughs> that, that is too good i absolutely love it and i i want to hear more of course about uh landscape painting here in the northwest and maybe how folks uh, get started uh, doing this sort of thing but first we're going to take a short break All right, folks, we are back talking landscape painting with Portland-based artist Yong Hong Zhang. You've described kind of this beautiful process of creating amid nature, kind of reaping all of the benefits of being outside while, uh, you know, creating a beautiful original piece of art that really uh, kind of is much more dynamic than it would be if you, say, uh, took a picture and... Uh, you know, on your phone and went back to your studio to paint. And, and I'm curious, you know, practically for people who want to maybe try their hand at this, uh, pick up their, their first set of watercolors and, and head out into nature. How, how do you get started, uh, doing this sort of thing or what would you recommend? So I think it's intimidating to, to see like, okay, so how, how do I start? Right. Like you, you, you have all these, uh, amazing, uh, uh, scenery in front of you. Like, how do you even like know where to go and where to start depending on the the experience that you have like i'm sure all of us can relate to back in like just uh, crayons and and mm -hmm. pencils and paper uh i think the simplest way is to to uh start out is to to have a, a small uh sketchbook uh and it, it doesn't even have to be a color just a a, a pencil and a small sketchbook and uh just go out there and just sketch what you like. Just go and start like 
drawing like oh and and you'll realize that when you start drawing uh it's crazy because when we look at certain things the impression it it, it's it's actually you look at and then you you move on and it's not as uh uh, like when you actually start sit uh, like when you sit down and start drawing a specific branch or or the shape of a mountain those make everything uh, very memorable. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of like an etched in, mm-hmm. like, so you remembered a lot more. And especially when you're sitting there and you 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 start to observe things a lot more in detail, rather than just glance through it. So, uh, start out with a sketchbook and start drawing. And then the more you do that, and and don't worry about like I know it's uh, we all have that uh, desire. Oh, it has to be this perfect picture image or of that that you have in mind but oftentimes it's not really the the final product i think it's more of a the experience of drawing being there and then over time when you start drawing more then you 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 you'll get better because you learn that eye hand coordination and then as you get more experience, you say, oh, you know what? I want to introduce color. And that's when you can just say, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a, a small little uh, uh, watercolor uh, set and then just a couple of brushes and, and maybe get a small uh, watercolor uh, set and then try that. So that way you, you're not really uh, committing to spending a lot of money buying all these crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> art supplies and then like not using it. So, so this way you don't have to invest a lot. So just something that you can carry with you when you go hiking and every time you need to take a break, just take that out and then sketch and, and try uh, that. And then as you get more experience and you really feel like, you know what, I, I really feel like I, I want to get into this and you may want to invest in a, a little easel that you can uh, take outside and, and, the same thing. It's it's just uh, um, you know uh, so you can uh, really set it up and and do a a more refined um, sketches because it allows you, you don't have to put everything on your lab. You can stand up. You can uh, so there's different ways you can do that. So I would start out with a sketchbook and then slowly uh, as you as you um, develop more. Then you could go and and uh, invest more into into um, uh, um, more expensive art supplies. So that way you you and you 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 don't feel like that there is that pressure. Oh, I gotta do a uh, painting. Like it really, it's just enjoying the process is much more important. And as you as you beginning to improve, you'll know like oh, I need to get more to get better and and so those are the things that and also um uh there are a lot of uh painting classes here in around portland and i myself also teach uh uh, online and also in person as well so so uh yeah so so you know uh, um just go out there and and do it you know I love that, Yang. And um, for those who, who want to take one of your classes, um, they can go to your website, right? Of course, at um, Um And uh, it's also maybe a good time to plug your Instagram account as well, um, which you can also find on Instagram by searching your name. Um, it's also Yang Hong 
song nine. Um, so lots of opportunities there to see your work and to learn directly from you. Um, but one thing just to kind of tuck on to the uh, end of what you were saying there, I mean, what advice you have for folks who have sort of maybe more of a mental block of thinking, you know, painting sounds great, art sounds great, but gosh, I'm just like, I'm not oh, like, oh, I'm not an artist. You know, I feel like you hear that a lot from people. Yes. So I actually have uh, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm not. If you think about it, like the oftentimes that our biggest end is it's ourselves. Like we we feel like we're not good enough. We, we feel like uh, I, I can't like I'm not talented. And this is a very interesting. Like I when I ask myself, uh, how do you define talent? Like what is talent? How do you know if you have it or not? Like I, I mean, I, I don't know if I have I don't know if I, I'm talented or not. Like, how do you know that? So oftentimes, uh, I mean, a, 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 a successful artist, uh, artists of the past that, that are like, oh, this guy's a genius. But but oftentimes, we don't know that even the artists themselves, they don't know it. But what I do know is that you are, if you are passionate about something, you you just love what you do and you do what you love. And oftentimes you don't think about like, do I have talent or not, right? You just kind of, you just, you you slowly uh, pick up that pencil and start drawing. And then somehow that happens magically. I, I, I hate it. Like, I know, like, what, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> you just have to enjoy what you do and and over time if you get good at what you do and say oh wow that's great i can i didn't think i could do that so forget that if you have talent or not just uh if if you want to give it a try just keep drawing and not worry about the end result in the beginning enjoy the process of creating art and then over time, you will your eye. You're, you're going to learn the eye-hand coordination, and you take some classes. You learn how to to. Uh, I mean, there are just a few tricks that you can learn, and you learn about color, value, and all those things. It's a, a, a just just like learning another language. I, I feel like a, we should. Uh, our biggest challenge is is ourselves. We we oftentimes feel like we 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 don't have we, we don't have to. Ta- we're not talented enough and i'm not an artist i don't know how to draw and those are the things that we give excuses to ourselves that we don't do it but if you give a kid a young uh, toddler give the pencil they'll keep drawing they don't they don't mm-hmm. think about that they don't think about how uh, people don't judge them they, they just draw it, it it's it's something that comes out naturally I, I feel like for those everybody who who wants to give it a try is don't worry about the end result and just enjoy the process of creating art, creating with your, how, how do you, when you look at what's in front of you or, or some, a picture and just draw and, and just enjoy, try to interpret that in your own way, in ways that you see it, that, that, that what do you like about it and, and just keep working on that and don't worry about uh, the end result. I think it focus on the experience more. Just like when you go out to nature, you don't think about like I can't go hiking. I'm too weak. Like you just go because you enjoy that the 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 air, fresh air, the scenery, and all that. Just being outdoor, I think that really will help you. Uh, everything you do, you uh, uh, you don't overanalyze. You don't overthinking about certain things, and just just enjoy that moment. It adds to your experience. Uh, it, it sounds like, I mean, the way that you're describing your time out in nature, um, 
you seem to be getting so much more out of that time because you're stopping to pause. And like, you know, Jamie said, notice the way a light goes through a fern, notice the way, uh, you know, a snail crosses the trail, um, you know, the, the light hitting the mountains in the distance or shimmering off, uh, the Columbia river. It's inherently visual and, and sears it into your memory in maybe a different way than if you were, uh, say riding your bike on a trail through nature or hiking quickly and, and talking with a friend. I'm curious too, though, uh, you know, we would be remiss to let you go before we ask the simple question of what are some of your favorite places to paint throughout the Northwest here? I'm going to have to say the Columbia Gorge is by far one of my all-time favorite place to paint. I mean, I, I've i done like a, 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 a three-month three road trip along the perimeter of, of this country. And I still think that the Columbia Gorge is by far one of the best location, like to to paint with all the different terrain, the waterfall. I mean, it's just incredible. We're so so lucky to to be here in, in Portland and have access to all this beauty around us. And yes, so the Columbia Gorge is by far one of my favorite. Yeah, are there any spots, particularly in the gorge, that are like your go-to spots? So the uh usually the the uh cuz I live here in Portland so I I I could drive all the way uh, to Hurt River along and there's anything you you pull over anywhere you you you'll notice uh uh but I oftentimes go to um I I I rather spend time painting than so so often I I go far enough like once I pass a, a Trowdale that's when the the beauty starts so I actually painted uh, uh, hiking uh, the uh, Multnomah Falls and all the different falls uh, that I've, I've done hiking and painting there. Um, so if I have to pick one location, uh, the most recent one was the, the Lewis and Clark. Uh, there's a, a park right off of the freeway, and then it takes you the Sandy River, and that is just really incredible. And I I was I spent quite a bit of time painting just this past weekend over there. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been uh, lovely to talk with you, learn about your craft, and get a little bit of inspiration to go out in nature and uh, create. So thank you, Yong, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that opportunity. Jamie, what a cool, cool person and a great mm-hmm. interview. Uh, I mean, you're always talking, you know, speak visually, try to, uh, you know, give folks a, a visual of what, what we're talking about here on the show. I mean, Young does that better than anyone. He's, he's a real pro. You Absolutely. Can and super inspirational, Jim. You know, I, I have a sketchbook that I used to take with me hiking years ago that I kind of just gave up over time. I don't, I don't really know why, but I am, you know, I'm going to break that sketchbook back out and take it with me and really make it a point here um, to do some sketches. I I love how art can be like a very helpful tool in our day-to-day lives. Like you said, not focusing on the outcome, taking time to slow down. I know that for me personally, I could use a lot of that right now in my life. That is super cool, Jamie. It's fun to, to walk away from an interview, from an episode here and feel specifically called mm-hmm. to do something differently or something else or try something new. And for you to, you know, pick up that sketchbook again, 
I, I don't know. I think that's pretty powerful. I hope a, a few of our listeners out there are compelled as well to, uh, you know, grab, uh, grab an old notebook, pen or pencil. And, uh, you know, next time you're taking a break out there in nature, uh, feel so compelled to uh, give it a shot. Yeah. You know, feel free to send us any of your sketches or your paintings you're doing out there. Uh, I will uh, try to, if I end up doing some of these sketches, which I will, I'll, uh, I'll share some of those on Instagram as well. Would love that, Jamie. Would love to see it. Uh, and that's a, a great way to share in addition, of course, to your lovely photography. So folks, uh, until next time here on the show, you can watch our videos, of course, on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show is produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.